Good morning and happy Monday! I'm Monica Wofford, and this is your Monday Moment. And it's a doozy, the leader's guide to leading multiple generations with zero frustration. Every leader knows the team they lead is comprised of people who are different. There's different personalities, backgrounds, and yes, generations to understand, motivate differently, and even discipline. The differences can be maddening, particularly if what you want is for them to just get on with it and do what you've asked them. Add a stressful moment or a behavior that triggers your impatience and suddenly you become the leader who's labeled difficult and feels frustrated. Whoa. Let's prevent that from happening first in this area of generations. In fact, let's clarify what they are and what they need from their leader and then make leading multiple generations much easier to manage so that you can become a better leader of all employees who span all ages. Let's talk first about the generations in the workplace. And there's an ebook designed to accompany today's podcast and blog post. If you don't see the links in the blog post, if you're seeing them at the same time, go to contagiouscompanies.com, click blog, and you will see this post with access to the ebook. By 2020, there's going to be five generations working side by side. In fact, some would argue that's happening now. The names of these generations might differ, but the year of their birth is pretty consistent across multiple research outlets. Even so, keep in mind that generational labels, much like personality names, are oversimplifications, and they enable the start of a conversation. You'll still need more data to be that better leader in these areas, but as a foundation, the generations you now have the privilege of working with and leading are as follows. The traditionalists, also sometimes called the veterans, born from 1900 to 1945. The boomers, born 1946 to 1964. Gen X, born 1965 to 1976, a much smaller time frame. The millennials, born 1997 and the Gen Z or Gen 2020 are those born after 1997, all of whom see 9-11 as something in their history, not personal experience. Now you might ask, what motivates them and what are their differences but all of this can be found in the ebook Leader's Guide to Leading Multiple Generations with Zero Frustration. And I would encourage you again, go to contagiouscompanies.com, click blog, and if you're listening to this sometime after it's been posted, simply type in the Leader's Guide to Leading Multiple Generations, and you'll find the link to that ebook there. But even with these categories, and markers. The questions now become, what makes them different? And why does that matter? How does growing up in a different era make one believe differently as an employee or leader? 
They're good questions and valid concerns. Certainly the generation into which you or those you lead were born is not the only determining factor for behavior, but it does change the way you see the world, what you value, and the fears that you might run from or react to in the workplace. Let's talk a bit more though about why understanding generations is important. Leading people born in different times may legitimately seem simplistic or unnecessary, but here's the reality. The year in which an employee was born changes his or her frame of reference. What was happening in the world at the time, the messages they grew up hearing over and over, and the lessons taught to them by their parents all influence an employee's behavior. These same events influence a leader's expectations, assumptions, and threshold for what triggers frustration. So when asking why you need an understanding of who was born when and what was going on for them, the answer is this. The more you understand an employee's frame of reference, the better you're able to effectively lead their direction. Or in other words, if you understand the path an employee is walking, you become a better guide of where they're going. In addition, generations play a significant role in behavior and causes many behaviors to happen at an unconscious level. Being frustrated with a millennial, for example, because he demonstrates a laid back style with no real initiative and what appears to be apathy about your desire to please your boss is a waste of energy. Millennial employees typically prefer challenges, a sense of purpose, and more life balance. If that happens to help the project, so be it. If your boss likes that outcome, great, but it's not the millennial employee's primary focus. Learning what is their focus is a very important step for leadership. Modifying your approach or expectations while taking into consideration what's important to those you have the privilege of leading, yeah. That's where the magic happens. Without that magic, you're going to experience far more frustration. So let's talk about how to make leading multiple generations much easier. With the generational data and reason for valuing generational information in hand, I know it can start to feel like incorporating all this into your day-to-day -day leadership, yeah, it's a little bit unmanageable. It doesn't have to be quite so overwhelming. And one of the first keys to remember is each person is an individual. However, if you're a director with a thousand indirect reports, that too could increase the overwhelm. Leading multiple generations with zero frustration could actually be boiled down into three critical steps or procedures. First, focus on the individual value. With generational data only as part of their description. Second, align motivation and recognition methods with individuals' frames of reference. And third, base 
expectations and assumptions, not on your own frame of reference, but on the overarching unifying mission, purpose, and goals of the team. Hmm. Still frustrated with this generational thing? I get it. Those three steps are certainly easier to share than put into action. But for leaders who desire a more positive response to their motivation, recognition, and engagement efforts, the work in these steps is invaluable. If you're still frustrated, there may be expectations that this should be easier, darn it, or that those you lead should simply understand your frame of reference. While tempting, and in some ways easier, it's that mindset that will quickly limit the influence of your leadership and reduce what all you can accomplish through the collective effort of valued team members. Do the work and ditch the dangerous mindset because you know what? Your leadership depends on it. Are you ready for that Become a Better Leader Challenge? In each Monday moment, the focus is on you becoming a better leader weekly. Before Monday of next week, Complete your next Become a Better Leader challenge, which includes your monthly ebook I mentioned, with a good bit more information on generations. So, first, download the Leader's Guide to Leading Multiple Generations with Zero Frustration. Complete the worksheets on determining the generations of each of your employees. And then, Determine and list individual strengths of each team member. You're on your way and you're ready to become that better leader by Monday. I'm Monica Walford and that's your Monday moment. Have a great week and of course, stay contagious. And hey, if you're listening just on podcast and want to reach out directly, Go to ContagiousCompanies.com or send me an email at Monica at ContagiousCompanies.com. Stay contagious.